Pushkin. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member, FDIC. Copyright 2024, J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month Less than a single private lesson. Just go to M-U-S-O-R-A dot com to start a new musical journey today. I was inspired by something I read where it was Pete Townsend talking about we have just recorded the loudest, dirtiest, rockiest thing ever. And I love that description. I just thought... Wow. What a great idea. So well we've got to do something loud and raucous and dirty and I know you deceived me, now here's a surprise. I know that you have, cause there's magic in my eyes. I can see for my So I came in to the studio and said to the guys. You know, I just read about Pete saying this, and I think it's really a great idea. Let's just see how loud we can get and how raucous, and just let's just try and really make the meters peak. been fortunate to spend time with one of the greatest songwriters of our era. And will you look at me? I'm going on tour. I'm actually a performer. That is Sir Paul McCartney. We worked together on a book looking at the lyrics of more than 150 of his songs, and we recorded many hours of our conversations. Am I actually a songwriter? My God, well, that, that crept up on me. This is McCartney. A Life in Lyrics, a masterclass, a memoir, 
and an improvised journey with one of the most iconic figures in popular music. In this episode, we'll trace the story of one of the wildest Beatles songs, which some consider to represent the beginning of heavy metal. Today, more people probably think of Helter Skelter as that raucous Beatles song with a strange title, rather than what it refers to, an innocent funfair ride. A lot of people in America don't know what a Helter Skelter is. Uh, they think it's a roller coaster, but as you know, it's a sort of conical thing with a slide around the outside of it. We used to go on those loads of times as kids. You'd, you'd walk up in the stairs inside you and you'd slide down and then you'd walk up again. And um, it was fun, you know. So I just used that as a sort of um, symbol of um, life. I go up to the top, I stop, and I turn, and I come down to the bottom, try to see you again. So I, I was really thinking of moods. You know, you get, you're up, you get knocked down, <clears throat> you, you're feeling euphoric, and you're feeling miserable, and such is the nature of life. The image of a child sliding down a cylindrical tower is in sharp contrast to what the song would become and especially to how it would later be misinterpreted. But the funfair ride is a great metaphor for the sense of play the Beatles brought to the studio, as we can hear in this early version of Helter Skelter. In 1968, when the Beatles recorded and released Helter Skelter, there was a new kind of rock and roll in the air. It was loud, distorted, heavy. There was, of course, The Who. And there was the king of the electric guitar. So let's hear once again the Jimi Hendrix experience. Things got heavier throughout the late 60s, setting the stage for Black Sabbath, who would release their first record in 1970. Throughout the late 60s, when the Beatles were at their peak, rock groups saw the rise of technological innovations in the studio new sounds, new production methods. 
By the time Helter Skelter was released, most record companies had abandoned mono and moved on to stereo recording. Well, I remember walking into the studio mm-hmm. in Abbey Road and there being two speakers, one on the left, one on the right, whereas there's always just been one in the middle. And we went, oh, you know, we were highly observant. <laughs> two speakers. So we immediately were very thrilled because we assumed that meant it would be twice as loud. <laughs> And George Martin patiently explained to us, no, perhaps it's stereophonic sound. Mm-hmm. And then, because it was there and it was available, we got into it, it was like a new toy. But we thought of it in a different way than you do now. Now you just think it makes it more realistic, like listening to a band, and you get a surround feeling when you listen to it. We thought, no, well, with two speakers, we can have a thing wandering from one speaker to another. The Beatles' White Album, which included Helter Skelter, was the last the band would record in mono. For their next album, Abbey Road, the stereo mix would become crucial to their creative vision. Individual instruments would start to move from one speaker to another. So a lot of our things in the mix is just go for walkies. And the guitar decides to go over there for a while. Yeah. How active a role did you, yourself, yourself or your the other... Beatles play in the the sound. By then, quite a lot. Yes. Well, we always used to say, you know, the the lunatics were taking over the asylum. We got control of um, pretty much everything. You know, being a bit of a perfectionist, I would um, we'd sort of work out the song. And then I'd sort of run up into the control room and listen to the drum sound and sort of say to the engineer, can you make this a bit you know, harder and harder? And I'd fuss and fuss till it was like, for health scale, till it was kind of quite raucous, you know. And really just try and coach the engineers. And then you could leave them. They were brilliant. And they would multiply what you suggested and sort it out, make it, make it better. At that time, most of the sound engineers would have had classical production training with certain rules about arranging instruments and volume levels and preventing distortion. But as the Beatles drifted away from the sweet sound of their early pop hits, they realised that most rules exist to be broken. I remember Nowhere Man, that John had brought this song in from Weybridge, where he was feeling like a nowhere man. And um, we wanted the opening guitars to be really spiky and very um, 
trebly, super trebly. And they are, if, if you listen to them, they're, it's like a, like a razor blade or something. You know, it's quite amazing. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land Making all his nowhere plans for nobody So we said to the engineer, okay, so make it as trebly as you can. So he put all the treble in. I said, can you make it more? He said, no, well, that's it. I've sort of run out. You know, this is I've all the high mid and treble, and that's all I can do. I said, well, could you put it through another lot of EQ? So he did. He sent it through the next channel. And of course, then this was like, the game. Could you put even, <laughs> even more? You know. So we had him going through, I don't know, quite a few channels. He's as blind as he can be, just sees what he wants to see. Nowhere man can you see me at all. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase, N.A. member, FDIC, 2024, J.P. Morgan Chase & Co. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? 
That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. As McCartney and the rest of the band learned to break the rules of production, they were also playing with the rules of language, drawing on the literary tradition of nonsense poetry. In the verses, that's sort of Alice in Wonderland. Will you, won't you? Do you, don't you? Do you, don't you want me to love you? That's, that's Lewis Carroll. That was something John and I both related to. We'd like that and we often use things from that. Things like the Lobster Quadrille from Alice in Wonderland, here performed by Gene Wilder. See how eagerly the lobsters and the turtles all advance. They are waiting on the shingle. Will you come and join the dance? Dance. Will you, won't you, will you, won't you join the dance? Dance. Many Beatles lyrics included playful phrases like this. Some of these phrases coined by the band have even crept into the common vernacular. Phrases such as a hard day's night, eight days a week, or, for that matter, helter-skelter. Most of the nonsense lyrics weren't meant to be interpreted, they were meant to be felt. In keeping with the playful energy, however, some of the lyrics nodded toward that which couldn't be played over BBC airwaves. Don't let me break you. Yes. Yeah, it's just sort of, you know, something to hang a, a song of sort of desperation on. Little sexual, she's coming coming down fast. And perhaps a little drug component too. Drug that... component, yeah. We're trying to throw it all in. Helter Skelter wasn't the only song to which the Beatles added clever euphemisms and hidden messages. As the band's music developed, they inserted a few Easter eggs that fans began to crack open, including phrases that could only be heard when played backwards. You can see people thinking, well, actually, there is a whole secret agenda to it. We did set it up with with a few little clues kind of thing, you know. We did. We we put little things in. But those things, they were for our own amusement. Sure. You know, it it was... it was an effort to not be bored. So when we heard the Beach Boys singing beautifully, la, 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 we thought, oh, that'd be great to do tit, 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 which on the session became tit, 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 tit. And we sniggered like schoolboys, you know, and really were happy. She's the kind of girl who puts you down when friends are there, you feel a fool. And uh, in Penny Lane, uh, a four of fish and finger pie. Finger pie was mm-hmm. a, a rude sexual reference. Four of fish and finger pies in summer. Finger pie behind the 
But we knew that the people in Liverpool would get it, but no one else would. They would just think it was like a shepherd's pie. So I think once people thought there's hidden references, they started, they went looking for them and uh, saw them in everything, uh, you know, even stuff that wasn't really there. Sometimes, interpretation can open up a song, reveal layers of meaning that weren't discernible on the first listen. We contribute to a song by listening to it. And sometimes we add significance of which even the lyricist wasn't conscious. Misinterpretations are mostly harmless, like when some fans took lyrics as evidence for the bizarre urban legend that Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by a doppelganger. So Paul is dead came out of the fact that I wasn't wearing shoes on the Abbey Road crossing, which, that's a stretch in anybody's language, you know? And then there was a there was a Volkswagen Beetle car in there, which said 281F, which was translated as he would have been 28 if he'd have lived. <laughs> okay. But when the wrong person looks too closely for something that's not there, the meaning can be corrupted. Like when Charles Manson claimed Helter Skelter referred to a coming apocalypse and read into the song a justification for his heinous crimes. I didn't do it for years because of that. Um, you know, when it was contemporary, I wouldn't have even thought of doing it. Because that's a sort of horror show, you know, when you suddenly realise. I mean, we knew that there were sort of daft Americans who read way too much into everything we did. That's okay. Let them but when Manson did it, when, when the Manson Association with the murders, then that was, oh, okay, this is no longer funny. This guy, because he really thought we were the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And um, we were horrified to, to learn that, you know, that his song was Helter Skelter. Because, of course, you know, it was just sparked by this Chanzen quote that I'd read. This idea of, you know, just the loudest, let's go in now. You know, let's go in and just make it the loudest thing. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. So we're not going to turn our guitars down, we're going to turn them as loud as we can go. We're going to ask the engineer to be as loud and as dirty and give us distortion. The kind of thing that we eventually got on Revolution. Uh You know, that was the epitome of the distortion thing. It's at the heart of the matter really, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, we liked, we liked that. We liked, uh, it's, it's very much part of rock and roll, you know, it's, Whereas, uh, 
orchestral music or dance band music would be trying to be pretty gentle mm-hmm. and romantic. Rock and roll was kicking that, you know, kicking that over. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Small business owners, this one's for you. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs, that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com business podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member, FDIC, copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The studio sessions for Helter Skelter became quite physically demanding. Gone were the cute schoolboys serenading their fans with Love Me Do and Eight Days a Week. This music shredded, clashed, roared. The Beatles recorded several takes of Helter Skelter, including an unreleased version that ran at 27 minutes and 11 seconds. 
It's no wonder then, at the end of the song, Ringo Starr would cry out. I got blisters on my fingers! It was that kind of thing. We had played the hell out of it. And it was sometimes credited by people as being the start of heavy metal. Yes, I've read that. I don't know whether that's true, but... You know, it's it's pre-heavy metal, mm-hmm. so you 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 know you think it might have inspired someone in the same way as the uh, Townsend quote inspired me. McCartney doesn't remember which song from the Who Townsend was referring to. It may have been "I Can See for Miles," but it only took the idea of cranking up the volume and rocking as hard as possible to inspire Helter Skelter, a song which, in turn, would inspire the next generation of heavy metal bands. And are you ready for some more? I can't hear you ready! All right. Like the band Motley Crue, who regularly perform their own cover of the song. Helter Skelter, from the Beatles' 1968 self-titled record, also known as The White Album. This concludes the first season of our podcast. We'll be back soon with more episodes drawn from this treasure trove of lyrics, including McCartney's own favourite McCartney song. To lead a better life, I need my love to be here. Here. Stay tuned and subscribe to McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. McCartney, A Life in Lyrics is a co-production between iHeartMedia, MPL and Pushkin Industries. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com 
to start a new musical journey today. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.